This is a headgum podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Looking for advice from a real girl Who might not have the answers But goddamn she'll try Just a tip and you'll be on your way With Meg and Batoon on Friday Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice ho- podcast. I almost said it's an advice podcast. <laughs> You'd be the first. You'd have to trademark that. <gasps> A podcast. <laughs> what would that even be? That's a, not even a word. Hot is. I don't even think that's yes, like is. short for anything. Is what's, it? What's, it's a word. What does hod mean? A builder's V-shaped open trough on a pole used for carrying bricks and other building materials. That's some like words with friends shit. When you're like, I don't know if this is a word, but I'm gonna write it down, I'm, and then you end up getting points. for it. I would it. be so mad if somewhere there was like a construction worker that had a podcast. I w- oh yeah. <laughs> and he was like all about hods. <laughs> <laughs> one that V-shaped loveliness. I don't like that. <laughs> it's an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. One time I entered a Guitar Hero convention competition and lost in the very first round. That's why I have a friend here to help me help Wait, you. is that the one that was on the cruise ship? <laughs> no, that one I won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have a win-loss record of Guitar Hero tournaments. I was I was on a cruise ship and I won that one. I got a little plaque. It was like a gold plaque. Wasn't it at the like the teen, the teen party or That's something? That's right. But it was still a win. And then there was one in Daytona Beach, a full-on convention competition, and I thought I was good and I was way out of my league. Oh no. Yeah, I was really sad. I had to like pay an entry fee and everything. Did you have to go up against those like obsessive Asian guys at the arcade that oh, just yeah. know every single button yeah the people that can turn around and play the songs yeah. without looking <laughs> the people can just, that just aren't even there and still winning <laughs> yeah it was really sad ryan and ace here hi hi hello ryan's a freakishly good musician and dancer and probably one more thing that i don't know what's something that you're good at that's unfair to the rest of us um <laughs> something that i'm good at that's unfair uh i can stretch my earlobe pretty far like gauge wise yeah, it looks like people always ask if I have gauges, but I don't. Look at this. You won't be able to just hear the stretch. <laughs> That's a long way. Oh, my gosh. It's in the other room. He has to go get it. It's like a slinky. Whoa. And that's always been like that. Yeah, it's always been like that. Isn't that weird? That's pretty cool. I When I was a kid and I literally had no talent, I was like, if someone asks me what my talent is, it's going to be that. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think I have like a, I can make my tongue really small. Again, oh. this is like the worst medium to show. You can make it show. small? Yeah, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> so that was basically like reverse 3D. It just went to the back. It went two dimensional. Uh, yeah, you'll nev- You'll just guess what that looked like since this is just a podcast. <laughs> um, this is an advice podcast. People write in to get our questions or get our take on their questions. Sticky situations, wow, I guess. Okay. If you don't know of Ryan, which you should, you've probably seen him on So You Think You Can Dance and ABDC, or if you only know me, 
we did many videos when I first started YouTube. Oh, yeah. So fun. <laughs> Had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. <laughs> one of the, uh, I think my favorite one was Super Choreo Brothers. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really liked doing that we, one. We look like totally different people in that. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. Super fun. Had no idea. But it was, was great, right? And, and the fact that we still did everything in one day. <laughs> Yeah, because there weren't scripts or anything, was but there? But we just kind of went with it. We just flowed with it. That yeah. Was, it was cool, you know? Hilarious. Yeah, if you haven't looked at those, check it out. It's but also know we were, we were young. <laughs> so with that being said, are you ready to try and help people? Let's go. Okay. First question. Hi, Megan and Ryan. I'm in my mid-20s, and there's this guy that I have developed real feelings for. He is someone that I can really be myself around. We have the same friends and are in similar careers. He's a talented videographer, and I needed a second shooter for a community event I was helping out at. Since then, we've seen each other more and more, group settings and some one-on-one. Recently, my feelings have only gotten stronger, and we have amazing chemistry. We were in a group setting with our friends a few weeks ago, and a few came up to me and asked me what is going on between us. My answer is always, I don't know, because we haven't talked about our feelings at all. It's hard to navigate how he feels. Is it time for me to bite the bullet and tell him how I really feel or let nature take its course and see what happens? Hmm. From Patiently Impatient. Oh. Okay. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. So she likes this dude. We've all been there, right? And she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So, But she doesn't know if... My question is, she doesn't know if he knows that she feels this way? Uh-huh. Is that how it came off? It sounds like it. it sounds like they're just kind of in that that pre mode where like nobody's admitted anything mm-hmm. literal yet, which honestly is like a really cool stage. It is, but yeah, what happens if one person shows all of their cards and the other person is like not down to play the yeah, game? Right yeah, now? that's a pretty rough risk. Because then it's like everything just fifty two card pickup is what it ends <laughs> yeah. up being. I'm just going to keep going with these card analogies. It's just so much card knowledge. <laughs> I only know one thing. Go fish. Hey, that's, that's how you tell them to be, go away. That could be good advice. <laughs> yeah. ah, go fish. It's, it, that's rough because like there's some people that really relish in that mode. Like, yeah. I personally, I love that stage so much. Really? Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean to make it like a... I don't stretch it or anything, but it's cool because you're only going to have that once where you just have no clue how the other person feels, but you're hoping they feel the same way you do. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a it's a super sweet ending once you figure out that the entire time you were both on the same page. But, mm-hmm. of course, ultimately tragic if it's like one Yeah. But, Eeks. man, like, if it's – if there's, like, even a hint of, like, this person's kind of on the level with me, live it up. Like, that's a great thrill to have that, like, uncertainty because you won't have that anymore once you guys – Someone says something. But are you so scared if you don't know how they feel and you're like, I'm going to try and text you something a little bit more... Terrified, yeah. That's really scary. What happens when you don't get it back? Like, say that you texted someone and you said something flirty. This has happened to me (laughs) a few times. And you say, I mean, like, like, I would say something flirty and then, like, I would either get nothing (laughs) or I would get something flirty and then the next message would be nothing. So I'm like, what is... What is this? It's it's hard because I think when you're in that stage, you super analyze every little action. So it gets pretty like rocky, kind of just in your own head. Yeah. And I don't, It's that's the crazy thing is I feel like I've been in that same situation too, where I've been trying and, you know, sometimes I've been in that situation not even knowing because I just wasn't thinking about it. 
But yeah, I can see how the slightest delay of a text back could mean disaster. Yeah, I've thought way too much about certain text messages where I would like, instead of writing it in the text, uh, I would mm-hmm. take it into notes and then I would write it out and I'd like change the wordage. Sometimes I'd be like thesaurus.com. You would have proofs? Like you would do- I would send it to friends and be like, is this okay? How do I make this yeah. more breezy? Like that's a normal thing. <laughs> I used to do that back in back in my day, <laughs> but back in the old days when we just wrote on papers and like <laughs> past notes, I had different drafts of those too. Oh, you did? Yeah, and I'd be like, should I should I pass her this one or this one? Oh my gosh! And people like, would I put like, a heart on this eye, and this one's just a dash. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna make or break it. It probably would. Is it actually. too aggressive if I ask her to circle? <laughs> I don't want to be bossy, yeah, but like, let want, me know if you like me I or not. I want her to know there's freedom in my arms, not, you know, <laughs> more homework. <laughs> more homework. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what's something that someone does that could make you fall for them, I guess? If we start from the very first, mm. like, crushing stages to get on her level so we can get into this mindset. She's in her mid-20s. So she's mm-hmm, developed mm-hmm. real feelings for him. Mostly, it says, because she could be herself around him. What's, like, your thing? Ooh. I I guess, like, it's weird because I guess mid-20s-wise, that's kind of the point where I would think taking a subtle approach is much better, mm-hmm. I would think. Like, the more you kind of pull back and let things naturally happen, even though that's, like, easier said than done, but showing little hints about how you feel is that gets me when when a girl like doesn't straight out say it? Yeah. But she gives enough of a clue that I can decipher it on my own. Like that's kind what? Of fun. Hit me with three clues <laughs> that a girl could do. I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's been so long since I've been single. I don't even remember anymore. Um, I think it's like number one is when a girl remembers something that you said that uh, okay. didn't seem like it was important. Like you just kind of threw something out in the air. Like if I was like. Oh man, like I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And then like one day she just like brought it oh. weeks later without ever like without ever saying like daily, oh, you like Chuck E. Cheese pizza, right? Like right. when I just had no it just broadsided me. That's always a big like in mm-hmm. for me because it's like, wow, you're paying attention to stuff that I'm just blabbing. Like Yeah. You really care about what I have to say. I agree with that. Yeah. I've that's done that for like gifts. Like when someone says they like <laughs> I something. thought you meant like gifts, like gifts. <laughs> Send me the funniest gifts. <laughs> And I'll remember those and I'll bring them back. <laughs> I'll do them in person for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah I'll write it down and I'll go, oh, they like this. And then it'll come up on like a birthday or something. And yeah, it's like, ah. that's really dope. But then that's also you run the risk of creepiness if you're not on the same page. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like really like I heard you like piranhas. And it's like <laughs> you mentioned that when watching uh, Discovery Channel. <laughs> you're like, I just, I mean, it was one thing I kind of said. I don't love piranhas, but like of the show, it was yeah, the most that's, intriguing. That's yeah. a little bit scary. So, okay, so that's a good one. Remembering uh-huh. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, what's one more? Two more, actually. I need to know. <laughs> um, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I think that also, like, the main thing you have to have, I think this is a given, is just the same wavelength of humor. Yeah. You can't survive without that. Like, you guys got to have jokes. You have to have inside stuff that develops. And without that, I don't, I can't really feel a growth happening. Yeah. That sounds really gross. But I can't, I can't feel like the development feels low. 
I, you know what I mean? Like you, I'm sure you you have that same exact thing. Yeah. Like you can read that on the first day. Like mm-hmm. if you resonate with someone humor wise, and then you kind of already know. Like if it's not working, then right. Yikes. That's been <laughs> a, like a couple times. It's been like the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, not that we don't have the same humor, but like I can't riff with them yeah, or it's yeah, like yeah. the if i say a joke that goes over their head or if they just say a bad <laughs> joke it's not all about the jokes but it is a lot about it. <laughs> it is it's it's more about the intent of communication it's yeah like when someone like when you say something either sarcastically or or something kind of like that you know is stupid and they go that's really stupid what you said right you're like i know like that's why you... i said it <laughs> yeah it's it's a rough life to be explaining yourself every time you make a statement yeah yeah well, it's it sucks because like there's some people that I've I've talked to that are like the biggest gentlemen to me, mm-hmm. but like we can't joke together, and it's Torture. just like what's what's more important? Is it like getting along with someone or being treated nicely? And and I, what I've learned is like you shouldn't be having to pick, yeah. you know. So just right. waiting until they they naturally like symbiosis are together. Exactly. But it is such a. It is, that is such a deal breaker. Huge deal breaker. Okay. So yeah. sense of humor. Sense of humor. Remembering um, small things. And? And another big thing for me personally is the ability to kind of see the stupidity in life. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's it's really funny when, when you're with somebody and you both analyze the same situation kind of in the same light-hearted way like you don't you don't get too mad at things that happen that are bad you don't get too frustrated you don't get too bored either it's like everything's yeah. funny if you really think about it like if you can have fun in the waiting room of a doctor's office with the person that you're into yeah then you know it's like that's a good deal right there that's a great yeah. litmus test it's like i always say that the the most two uh, prominent places that you could really see who people are is in an escape room and if you travel <laughs> with them Cause you I like see- how one, I like they're so opposite. What do you <laughs> either, mean? Either totally be free or just be <laughs> trapped. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because you can see people under stress. That's true. You can yeah. see how they work with you. Yeah. And then the well, that's for the escape room. I guess you can see if people work with you in the airport. <laughs> but like I something that's like such a turnoff for me is someone that like can't handle stress in uh-huh. a way of like just like being a normal person like someone that has like too right. quick of a switch you're like no 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 especially if it's in the beginning you're like well hang on that's dangerous yeah yeah so like and if you're in an escape room and you like you're gonna be stuck on something mm-hmm. and it's like if you can trust me and work with me or accept some of my ideas without just being like no that's not it just try the number <laughs> it might be right and a lot of times it is right, it is right. <laughs> has that a, have you ever been in an escape room with someone that you were kind of yeah debating whether or not it was a thing yeah well it's like one of the first uh not one of the first times but one, uh, no i guess yeah one of the first times <laughs> you know what i have no recollection of time it's so clear to me <laughs> that i have just clocked out <laughs> Uh, it was one time I was with a bunch of friends and then the guy that I was starting to talk to uh-huh. and he just kind of like wanted to do it all on his own. Oh, but, weird. Yeah. But it, it wasn't a date. It was a group. Oh, let's all hey, yeah, do this. Right. But I also don't think that it was like the most like self-aware type of person with like wasn't <laughs> used to being in like a date and group setting, I guess. Maybe he thought the escape room was real. <laughs> Like he's like, guys, we're really trapped. <laughs> I got this. I got this. He's like, no. I don't want to die. Or like, have you done an escape room before? I have, yeah. yeah. How many times? I've only done one. Okay. Yeah. How many people were you with? I was with six people. <gasps> you got out? 
And we got out, yeah. But what? it was kind of it was kind of bad. The... Apparently, it was a really terrible escape room. Okay. I didn't know because my first one, mm-hmm. but I went with a uh, with Hawk, okay. my friend from my crew, and he he's an escape room aficionado. Like he's been to every single one and and loves them. He, we went to this one. He was so appalled that he asked for his money back and they refunded us all. I'm crying. And he said it was so bad because you know, like in the beginning, they it was a thing where you're stuck in a ship and they're like, "You are in the ghost ship of blah 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 blah." And there's a guy with a cool voice and whatever it matched. And then right when we started, we would play with stuff and he would you'd hear a voice go. Don't touch that. Nope, not that. <laughs> nope. No, go go over there. No, not that one. You guys can't do that. No, don't do that. And he just kept like saying stuff. We were like, what happened to the mysticism? Of- <laughs> you know what? I think I've done this. And I Did think you? that same guy was there. No. Was it um in the very end of the room? Was there like ships that you had to put on the wall? And there was like, no, uh, no, like coats you put on skeletons? Oh, yes. Actually, that is the one. <laughs> yeah. And there was like a there, a, a ship, um like what's it called? Like a model ship. And you had to take like, there was like a picture frame. They may have changed that part. But yeah, you did have to put a coat on a skeleton. I think. I think it was the same one. I feel bad. Like, I don't want people to detect which one I'm talking about. <laughs> well, if it's bad, don't go to it. <laughs> I We had a tough time in that room. I didn't love that. I, I really do think it's the same one. Okay, yeah, because apparently it's really bad. And... There, It was at one point there was, like, lasers on the wall. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was just telling us what to do throughout the whole thing. I think that it was the same guy. Maybe that's part of the room. <laughs> And, but I had fun because I thought it was hilarious. I was like, dude, this is so funny that someone's telling us, Yeah, you guys already did that. Do, try this one. You guys already did that. We're like, huh? I, there's um, usually like one person in the escape room that like wants to be the one to open the door. Yeah. Or wants to be the one I that unlocks that. it. And you're like, no, dude, it's it's supposed to be fun and everyone's yeah. supposed to do like one thing. But there's always that person that's like running first to get the code in just to feel that. And not it telling is you anything. Ghost ship. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I feel terrible now because we. I mean, don't go to it. There's other ones. I'm sure they'll improve after, you know, so many complaints <laughs> and refunds. There's, um, I don't think there's a live actor in that room, but some of them have live actors. Uh, oh, that's cool. And I heard one story, I think I was at like UCB or something, and uh-huh. it was uh, one of the improv shows where they wanted someone to tell them about a job that they yeah, had. Yeah, and yeah. the guy was like, I'm a live actor in an <gasps> escape room. That's amazing. And a lot of times people don't get to my room. So I'm here with my hands in handcuffs <laughs> from the wall, and he's just there for 45 minutes because he's like the he's like the coup de gras yeah. of the room right right so if they don't get in the last room he's just with his all his blood drawn all the way to his chest and just numb and then he's like okay well next room like he, he doesn't have to do anything Whoa, that's amazing oh Isn't poor that guy hilarious? that's yeah so sometimes he doesn't get to see people fall in love <laughs> people fall in love in really in i mean in the situation we're talking about oh. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I mean, like, take someone to an escape room and you'll see who you'll they see, really yeah. are in yeah. one hour. Right. It is basic frustrations that really tell you a lot. It's it's just like on a first date when you're at a restaurant and you see the way your date speaks to the waiter. <gasps> Huge. That's the, that's the first, you know, sign is like, do they get frustrated over not getting a lemon in their water? Like, do they, like right. where, where is their threshold for, like, displaying stress? That's a really good thing to look at. But some people on the reverse side, don't really show their true colors until they feel like they have you. Yeah. I mean, no, that's true. That's scary. We all for a bit put on like Ooh. our best clothes 
and like we we try to sell ourselves essentially oh, yeah. it's like auditioning and you're auditioning for a spouse <laughs> <laughs> dating is auditioning for a spouse <laughs> it is it is it's true but yeah like once you feel like you have the job or like you got a call back a second date yeah. then you're like okay i can relax a little bit and this is who the real me is mm-hmm. which kind of sucks because that's around the time when the person is like oh I don't want this anymore. Right. Because you're putting a different foot forward than the one that mm-hmm. is actually yours. That's really scary. And and I've been that person in the past too. So that's why I warned against it. It's when you look at relationships kind of in the champion perspective of like, I won this person. Yeah. Is when you take it for granted the most, I think. Yeah. And it sucks. Uh, yeah. I I yeah. think that it should not be that. Whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Let's... I think don't. <laughs> My tips on dating, don't. Don't. <laughs> Uh, what's this girl's question? Is it time for me to bite the bullet and tell him how I really feel or let nature take its course and see what happens? Mm. They have, if they have great chemistry, I think just, I think what you said, drop little tiny hints, mm-hmm. maybe a text message here, a touch on the arm there. Yeah. If he's like, says a funny joke, go ha 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 and like <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I just squeeze his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I've never touched anyone before. And then whisper in his ear, you're so funny. Oh my gosh, that could be sexy if it wasn't said, you're so funny. Uh, (laughs) Like Arnold in the back of Helga's ear. Oh my God. Is that what she says? No, she just breathes. Uh, Right? Like that? Yeah, Helga Pataki. Oh yeah, gross. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, gross. But yeah, dropping hints, there's nothing wrong with that. Nature drops hints. You know what I mean? Like that's fine. (laughs) Nature drops hints. Nature be dropping hints. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay to do that. You don't want him to think that. The the main thing is don't do the, the, the thing where we used to do as kids where you act like you don't like them. That's the weirdest <laughs> thing to me. And I think that some people still do that as Be- they grow people up. People definitely Be- still do that. Because here's the difference of like when you're young on the playground, like when you're in the fifth grade, people are mean to, they are physically mean. They'll like yeah. kick and trip you and stuff. <laughs> or was that just me? <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I was kicking and tripping a lot of girls. <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. But then when you get uh, older, you emotionally kick and trip them, which is also <laughs> really mean. Emotional, emotional karate. <laughs> but the thing is, like, sometimes teasing. I mean, teasing is flirting too. So yeah. wh- where's the line of flirtatious teasing and still being mean when you mm-hmm. like someone? Right. So just don't be mean all the way. Yeah. Don't be mean. Don't don't listen to those like. What I hate the most are those like pickup artist tactics where they like teach negging. That's yeah, so out. That that's is so. That is the outest, like that only works to people that really don't know anything. Yeah. And in that case, you could do anything you want. (laughs) You don't need any tactics. You don't need any. They'll just be responsive. (laughs) But to a respectable, like intelligent woman, that just looks like so stupid. Well, it's also super offensive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's super offensive. Uh, Yeah, that's not cool. Don't do that. What's another thing that they shouldn't do? I think that's, sometimes it's easier to know what you can't or shouldn't do than what you should do. In this state... In this state of having chemistry with this guy and really liking him but doesn't know if she needs to take it the next step, I guess from a girl's perspective, what should she not do? Hmm. What do you you say as a girl? I don't know. I'm nervous. (laughs) Irene, you're a girl. What do you think? So the question is what should she do? What should she not do? What should she not do? To someone that she likes but doesn't know what he's feeling. They haven't yet established. Yeah. I mean... I'll tell you what I do that doesn't work. Okay, that's good. That's We're learning from mistakes. <laughs> so don't do it. Um, I bake a lot, and there's this guy that I like that I, 
like I usually I only like I have time to bake on the weekends. So I would bake stuff and then I would bring it to him kind of every weekend. And I was kind of on the day, (laughs) every day. We had a standing appointment. (laughs) It's in my Google Cal. I'll be there. Um, He paid me. He was a customer. (laughs) Um, But I would bring him stuff kind of every weekend and he wasn't really like giving anything back. Like, so then I kind of just stopped. Because I didn't want to keep putting effort into something that wasn't getting me anything. Mm -hmm. Smart. And then he kind of started reaching out. So I would say don't go so out of your way often. Like if you do one really nice thing, that should stand out Mm -hmm. for a while. Not that you shouldn't be nice, but like going out of your way, try not to do it as much. (laughs) (laughs) From Yoda. (laughs) Going out of your way. (laughs) Don't do it. I yeah. I mean there's a term for that. It's called intensity and scarcity. And you Mm. it's you like putting yourself out there a little bit, giving them the feels, and then just kind of trickling it away until they go, Hey, what happened? It happens to me all the time. Like a a guy will be texting me and I'll be like, oh it's too much. And then two days will go by and I'm like TikTok, where is that text message that I TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. Um, TikTok to me a little bit more. <laughs> do you do you have a thing that's like that you should not do? I, I mean I think I it would probably be the same thing as you. I think just like don't come off too strong or be too available, which is mm-hmm. a, under the same umbrella. And and it's super important, like don't I'm not saying don't be confident and like if you really like somebody like there have been plenty of times where I've told a guy like hey man I really like you like da 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 and it's gone well but if you're not sure yeah I would not be as forward <laughs> well yeah, yeah yeah you should be sure in everything that you do if you do it well that's bad advice <laughs> I do things all the time I'm like well we'll see how this goes that's <laughs> me literally I wake up in the morning and I go huh this again <laughs> good luck me uh I guess a tip a leaving tip for this girl, is sprinkle a little bit of hints mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Take take the time. Be patient. If he's the right one, it'll happen naturally. Right. And you want to have a good story to look back on. Yeah. That's the that's the best thing is if you guys end up together, you you want to be able to say, oh, you remember when this happened and that? And you want to have like a nice wholesome story. Yeah. Rather than like, hey, remember when we first met and I said I liked you and then that was it? <laughs> like, it's That's not... That's not great. It's He's not like, a great foundation. Yeah. yeah. What about it? Oh, and <laughs> let flirt, it develop. Flirt with other people in front of him and see if he gets jealous. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with. Let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> Rhett and Lake. Let's talk about that. Um, what? Okay, Ryan. Since you're you're the guy and you're uh, literally in the middle of us, we're two people that have different opinions. She thinks that. So, if there's a guy you're not sure about, you think maybe he's kind of down. Um. I would say try flirting with somebody else around Uh him and see if he, not like so obvious, but like flirt a little, touch someone else's arm. See if he like lingers on that for a second. (laughs) Because that way you could kind of know if he Uh is in or not. On the reverse side, I say don't do that because he might be insecure and take that as a she doesn't like me, Mm -hmm. she likes him, I'm out of the game forever. I'm going to go flirt with somebody else. Uh What do you think? I think it's case by case only because I've fallen prey to both. Mm. I've, I've, that's actually worked on me in the past where so, a girl I liked started flirting with a guy in front of me. And I, you know, the, the state of mind I was at the time was like, oh, no, I want that to be me. I want to win that, you know, like, and I, I had that mentality. And then right. there's other times where, you know, a girl had done that and I was like, all right, never mind. 
later, you know? Yeah. And it really just depends on where you are in life at the moment. And, the, you know, because every guy's had both affected them. Like, right. every guy I know, has, I've seen every guy, like, go one way and the other in, in that same situation. So you really got to pick and choose which guy you're doing that to. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sometimes they just get turned off and, and or sometimes they just uh, compartmentalize that and they go, all right, never mind that then. You know, I'll, I'm just going to go find someone else who doesn't do that or they just don't like the feeling that took right. place. But then some guys get charged up and they wow. go, oh, I yeah, want. it's not a one size fits all thing. I no. forgot to mention, um, it's never worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you could try. But, but you could. You could do anything you want. It happens because some, sometimes guys, the, the funny thing is like what that does is it makes guys aware that that girl that they're going after could go to any other guy too. Yeah. And sometimes they just never thought of that. Sometimes they just, usually that's a good tactic if you kind of went overboard too much in the beginning and a guy thinks he has you. Mm. And then if you do that, then he kind of remembers, oh wait, this could, you know, I don't I don't have it made. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good wake up thing, I think, sometimes. Yeah, read the room. If you're younger, maybe it works better. <laughs> I think if like now that I'm older, I just don't have the time for that. Well, yeah, I feel like that's maybe, yeah. I was trying to see like what's the threshold of, of going either way, and it may yeah. be age. It may be age, uh, or how many, or just who knows? Like it just might be how crazy you are about that person. Yeah, how much you like them. Yeah. Yeah. What do we tell this girl? <laughs> move, move towns, move towns. <laughs> move moving towns. on. Speaking of moving, next question. <laughs> <laughs> move towns. <laughs> oh gosh. Have you ever heard the term, uh, the law of diminishing return? Yes. That's. The most beautiful way of like thinking about how to conduct a relationship. Yeah. And it might help her in this case because, you know. Yeah. Let, let the people know if you don't know what the law of diminishing return is. It's kind it really of like quick. the same situation where if you're at this point that this girl is in and you have yet to establish that, you know, the two of you feel any certain way for each other. Every little thing that you do. Like a touch of the hand or a little like, I don't know what people do now, a wink. Um <laughs> There's going to be value in that. Mm -hmm. But if you skip all of that, and let's just say you, you just straight up have sex without ever establishing how you feel, where you're at, then all of the stuff that comes before loses value because it's no longer thrilling to make that incremental increase. Mm -hmm. And so she's in a perfect position to start at square one with that. And if she does, then every single development and stage that she reaches is going to be huge impacts on her life. And that's that's the best way to do it. And Yeah. You know, I didn't learn that until very late in life, but I wish I had known because, hey, like she's in the right place for that, you know, dropping yeah. little tiny hints and then reaching little tiny milestones that are only valuable because you really like that person. Yeah. Like, oh, he touched my hand. Oh, we, oh, he kissed my cheek. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not a big deal if you've already had sex. Right. Like, yeah. It's not going to shake your world up, but. <laughs> You're like, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but the first time holding hands, like think about like the value I of that, know. like the the trembling that you would feel and, and the, you know, the high, the intensity from, and then going home every night after like one little thing happens and going, oh, it's getting there. It's getting there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's so sweet to have that. My favorite thing is, do you remember, I mean, I haven't done this in a while, but like you would have like a great date or something like that. You'd hold hands for the first time and then you go to bed, but, but right before you go to bed, you recount everything that happened oh, from yeah. the top, but like in excruciating detail as if you were <laughs> writing a book about it. Right. And then you're like, let me look at it from like 
the third party perspective. Let me look at it from his way and then be like, this happened and then that happened and then yep. that happened. And then you just like keep thinking about that until you fall asleep. Yeah. I love that. That's great. There yeah. should be a word for that. There probably isn't another country. Why is it in another country? Because <laughs> of know, romance languages? You know, or... other countries have words for stuff Americans don't. Yeah. Like, I'd be like that. Like, damn. Yeah, I'm sure some Maybe. Italian. <laughs> yeah, some Italian guy. <laughs> Spacettini. <laughs> you were talking about this Spacettini. <laughs> <laughs> he just, He's just by himself. Sticks his head in the room. <laughs> I wish. Spacciatini is what this is called. Yeah. <laughs> we have made it. Trademark. The end. Yeah. So I guess that would probably be a nice thing to tell her. Like, hey, you're on a good spot. Yeah. yeah. Good spot. Good spacciatini. Good spacciatini. <laughs> That's probably a real Italian word and we've like offended It's a food. A cuisine. It's got to be a food. Tini has to be a food. It oh, is. Is it always a food? Bucatini. Oh, yeah. What else is there? M- martini? <laughs> yeah. What does teeny mean? What does the suffix teeny mean? T-I-N-I? Does it mean it's... Yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it means teen, like a teenager. No. In no. The Italian version. <laughs> of course. Well, I guess martini is not Italian means teeny. It just means something real small. Maybe it's just like a cute way of ending nah, a word. I don't believe <laughs> this. Something. Well, because bucatini has a thin line, like a like a hollow in it. <gasps> what? Right? No. Bucatini is okay. not hollow. That's rigatoni. And penne. Wow, you really yes. know your pastas. <laughs> bucatini has the, the, the hole in it. I am shocked. <laughs> you got ripped off, man. <laughs> So, give me the rest of my book. Yeah, that's teeny means there's a hole in it. Okay. <laughs> teeny means there's a hole in it. Everyone that's heartbroken is like, my heart is teeny. <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> I love the Grinch. Okay, moving on. This is not a Grinch podcast, but I wish it was. I could talk about the Grinch for hours. Did you know that Jim Carrey didn't go to set sometimes because he didn't want hours of prosthetics on his face? Yeah, because didn't it take forever to. Yeah. So if he didn't go to set, what did they do? I don't. I guess they maybe didn't shoot for a little bit. They took a hiatus, and then to to tell Jim that he was on the same page, the director, I think it was Ron Howard, uh, went into full makeup to like be on the same page with Jim Carrey and be like, I like look, I am doing it to Whoa. to be on the same page with you. So he like suffered with him. Exactly. How cool. Yeah. It was Ron Howard. Wow. Yeah. Good old Ron. Good Ron. Ron a teeny. <laughs> <laughs> Ron with a hole in it. Swiss is cheese a teeny. Swiss Howard. Ron Holward. Next question. Next question. Okay. Good luck. Good luck to us and to you. If you reach out to a friend for advice on personal matters, is it appropriate for this friend to then discuss this with their significant other? <gasps> Interesting. That's a good question. It's come to a point that I don't ask this friend for advice anymore because anytime I tell her something, her boyfriend somehow finds out about it. I have nothing against him, but I assume some things would stay between just the two of us. Am I being too sensitive? Thanks for the help. Frustrated and confused. Damn. Whoa, I've never thought this because when I am in a relationship, if someone comes to me with something, I'm like, yo, what do you think about this? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I guess that is a breach of privacy. It is, yeah. But it's so weird. It's like an unspoken, we're the same person kind of a Right, thing. or like we're a team. You get two players yeah. to help you out with what's going on. I mean, on. it does suck. Like, because <laughs> like... Oh, for sure. I've told, you know, friends things that I'm like, they're going to tell their girlfriend. Like, I kind of <laughs> just know it. Yeah. But it's like kind of like a thing where, especially if it's... I guess it sucks when, when that person knows you too, like really well. Yeah, because Matt, what if it's like... Yo, I have scabies. What do I do? <laughs> Not that you were just like Google it or something, but then they're like, "Yo, did you hear Jessica has scabies?" And you're oh, like, "No, yeah. I meant to just tell you that. I wanted your help." Oh man, that's hard because I mean, when you were in a relationship, you kind of just let out people's secrets because it's it's confined. It's within a safe that space. space. Yeah, God, and it's it sucks because like when you're in there, you kind of think, "Yeah, sure," and then when you're the person saying something, it's a little bit salty to be yeah. like, to think oh man i'm telling two people without even trying like yeah and it's like even if someone was like hey don't tell ryan but x y and z and then then they'll go hey ryan they told me not to tell you this <laughs> yeah. but like then you're, they're yeah. still gonna tell you how many times have we done that where we're like hey i'm but don't tell anybody that i told you okay like just <laughs> seriously i'm pretty great at keeping secrets if someone says don't tell someone i won't right but if i was dating someone and it doesn't feel like it would make or break anything. Uh-huh. I would probably tell my significant other, but yeah. I wouldn't tell other friends if they told me not to tell. But like that's right. the one person that like you got to know that they're going to tell them. Oh, I dude, think. it's hard. That's a hard one. Uh, well, uh, well, at least she's asking if she's being too sensitive. She's not. No, you're not. Everybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is definitely something to wonder about. Uh that's what I, it's hard because we give advice what we should do and then like we give like what we actually would do. Mm-hmm. But the thing is in both situations I would say the same thing and in both situations I think it would not matter. I would say, "Hey, don't tell your boyfriend this." Mm. And it like that's what I would say to do and then that's what I would actually do and in the result of both of them I think they're going to tell them regardless. Right. Which oh, sucks, sucks to yeah. say. Do you disagree? I think that there's some stuff I would tell my boyfriend and some stuff I wouldn't. If it was like Sex in the City when um, Miranda's pregnant, she tells Carrie not to tell Aiden who is friends with the guy who got Miranda pregnant. He's yeah. like, I know. You don't have to explain <laughs> it to me. Got it. Shaking his head. Um, <laughs> like that would be really rough not to tell because that's something that can like impact them. Right. And, like, is a thing. Yeah. But if she was like, I got scabies, I'd be like, ooh, sucks. And right. And she'd be like, don't tell your boyfriend. I'd be like, why would I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some, but I, yeah, I don't think I would tell them. Unless it was so silly and dumb, and she's like, I made out with this guy at a bar. Don't tell anyone. I'd be Bucatini like, Bucatini has holes in it. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's one thing I won't tolerate. <laughs> Fill that Bucatini. But yeah, unless it's super dumb or super serious, and I need to like talk to someone else about it. Because somebody telling you a secret is somebody giving you that weight also right i know that's rude stop doing it (laughs) i'm heavy enough (laughs) but like if it was like mid-level not like not something he either had to know or i needed help with yeah why would i ever yeah (sighs) damn that's hard is there like a special thing where have you ever told someone something and you specifically were like don't even tell your boyfriend your boyfriend or anyone like i've heard that too and those i respect and i'm like cool i just Totally sealed the deal. Yeah, I've actually, yeah, I I'm going back on what I said before, because <laughs> if someone said that, I would say okay. <laughs> like, 
Like, I, I guess I just obey what people ask. <laughs> Uh, a tip for this girl. Should she... I guess I don't know how to help. If it seems like that that your secrets just keep getting passed on, just start tailoring your secrets so they're not as bad. Right, or tell someone else. <laughs> Leave out the worst part if you know it's going to get spread. Like, right. <laughs> just... There's a saying that's like, don't do something that you wouldn't want others to find out about or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good saying. If that's just a trait of your friendship, then you kind of have to adjust to that. Like, there's really... That's a hard thing to ask of someone that, they, you know, like they never, ever, ever say something. It's more like you you kind of deal with the responsibility of that. Yeah. Some people really can't hold secrets. Like some yeah. people feel like secrets, but yeah, weigh them down and feel like mm-hmm. they can't be a normal because it's always on the top of their mind. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know that I'm not supposed to know this fully, but it's here and I want to say something so I don't have to keep it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you being like, hey, can you hold my drink? And then never coming back. <laughs> and, then, and then you not being thirsty <laughs> and being like, I just have this drink and I don't want it. And then I come back and you and your boyfriend are drinking it. <laughs> come on. And it was mine and I just wanted you to hold it. I didn't want you to drink it. I was going to be thirsty later, but now there's none for me. Yep. I don't know if this was the quote you were talking about, but this one says, don't do anything you wouldn't want to explain to the paramedics. Wow. That's pretty good. That's it. What's the most dangerous thing that you've done to the paramedics? Like one time I put a fork in a toaster and my mom was. (laughs) Please tell me you were a kid. This was this morning. My toast was stuck. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was, um, at one point in my life, I was living at like a Homewood Suites. Do you know what that is? Homewood Suites. Homewood Suites, it was like a, a stay in for a long period of time hotel. And they had rooms and a kitchen. It was like a, a little house that you'd uh-huh. say, and we, had, we were building a house uh, with our hands and feet. <laughs> with our feet. <laughs> You can rent out a room at this place for a couple months. And my family lived there while we were getting a house built. And I was cooking toast, toasting toast. Cooking toast. Isn't it weird that toast is like the only food that's like done twice? Like you bake bread. It's already a food. And you cook it again and it's now toast. It's two process cook. Right. A two cook process final form. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing else like that, right? Besides like double fried potato fries. Potato fries? I was going to say double. (laughs) Double fried potato fries. Mm -hmm. So redundant, imagine. Like nothing is double processed, right? Toast is the only thing. Don't at me about this. I love love redundancy in foods. (laughs) I love redundancy. Do you remember back in the day, one time me and you went to like a tea house? Yes, Guppy's Tea House. Yeah, and then you held the menu up to the server and you went, excuse me, what are your most recommended drinks? (laughs) And then the guy points at the menu, and she's literally pointing at uh, the words, most, most recommended, recommended drinks. drinks. It was one of the funniest things. I think we laughed for like 15 yeah. minutes straight because I was like, oh, I'm dumb, but also like you couldn't write that. And he thought she was being like cute or like trying to be an ass. Like, um, But where? Where was I before I went on a guppy rant? <laughs> I was about to talk about some- Homewood Sweets. Before toast and then- to- Oh, before- the fork. Okay, there oh, we the are. the fork in the toaster. Uh, isn't that cool? It's like showing your work, trying to figure out where you lost it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a conversational math problem. Fork in the toaster. How, How did, did we get happen? back to this? Yeah, and my mom saw me. Because I didn't like touch it. I didn't know it was like an operation type of thing. You know, That game operation also is so stressful. 
But it was like that. I, I knew I wasn't touching the prongs inside. I was just trying to get my toast out, which I oh. get, which I totally get. It didn't pop out? I think it, um, I don't know. Oh, you I mean, tried to like intercept the... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it popped out, but something was stuck. So it was just kind of uh, like you gotta, you gotta go in there. And one I, of those toasters. And I, <laughs> and I knew I didn't, I didn't want to use my hands because, ouch. So I used something that would hurt me more. A fork. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to get burned, so I totally so, get electrocuted. Elect- I've actually been mini electrocuted once. What do you mean mini? It was really weird. Like I was pulling out. A, was I pulling it or putting it in? I don't remember. It was a, either way, I was touching an outlet cord. I was pulling it out and I touched it and I don't know how it, my hands weren't wet or anything, but it, something happened to where I felt it like jolt up, like through my limbs, through my elbow, up to my, my shoulder. And then I just, regular it cord? felt like a vibration everywhere. Yeah. It, it wasn't frayed or anything? Or no. Just normal? And it wasn't wild. It wasn't like home alone, you know, when like. <laughs> <laughs> we turned into a skeleton. <laughs> The lights come up and oh, somebody oh. comes and puts a coat on you. <laughs> yeah. Ghost ship callback. I see. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't like a wild it electrocution. Like... It just felt like I was like popping really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, bah! You just felt like chills? <laughs> yeah. Like mm. all the way everywhere. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. through every part of my bones. But it, yeah. What a weird you thing also, to happen. You also didn't hate it. I, like I remember I really I like, didn't. Are you okay? Like I freaked out and you like, were like, yeah. It's the first time I felt anything in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new standard now? <laughs> just You just catch Megan pulling cords out every day. Like just, like, oh, let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> There's an episode of Black Mirror where the guy starts to like like pain. I forget. I mean, I'd spend, I couldn't watch that one because I remember him like cutting off his arm because like he started oh, to just he was really had like affinity for just pain. Which is weird. <laughs> but I guess if that experience you had didn't really hurt, then it was kind of more like electrotherapy type of thing, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like a little shock therapy for free. Like muscles. It was free. <laughs> it was free <laughs> and I... unexpected. <laughs> and I know where to get it's it It's like now. being surprised with a massage. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh. uh, did we help? <laughs> what? We helped. Did you get your toast out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's my question. What, what What have you done that you wouldn't want to tell the paramedics? Oh, e. Um, I don't... It goes through all the vowels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to tell them the vowels, yeah. I haven't really done... I, you know what's funny? I, just, I haven't really gotten hurt like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Paramedics. I don't know. Param- yeah. What about police? Take out the paramedics. <laughs> police? What would you not want to tell the police? Dude. Anything. <laughs> I don't want to have to tell them anything, man, because it's always like, I, because I'm, I'm so like, I'm a very, I think I'm a very peaceful person. Like, I don't really do anything wrong. And, you know, whenever the cops, you have to talk to them. Yeah. You feel like you've done everything wrong. I know. Why is that? And I don't blame them for that. That's just them, you know, doing their thing. And, you know, if they're going to get someone to confess from that feeling for sure. But right, right, right. it's so weird that when you're that person and you're like, I now feel like the most evil person on Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Don't put yeah. this on me. I can't, I can't explain anything to them. <laughs> oh, cops. <laughs> we helped. We helped. We're going to take a break while Ryan gives an extra tidbit of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast. And we'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Before we continue with all of the great help that we're giving, (laughs) what are you up to? You started a band? Oh, yeah, that's just a... I linked up with one of my friends that, you know, we've always wanted to start something together. Her name's Kaiza. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just always wanted to make weird, random 80s, wispy music together. And uh, we, we made some tracks and kind of working towards making it official. That's so yeah. sick. Yeah. Pretty what cool. Are you, what's the, um, I just downloaded Ableton. What do you, what do you <laughs> oh, <wow>. use <laughs> um, to record things? Because you play like every instrument ever. I, I really don't. I just I play <laughs> keyboards, which is kind of like playing every instrument ever because it sort of <laughs> can sound like anything. But um, yeah, Ableton and also Logic. But, okay. But um, yeah, mainly it's we have a producer, but mainly for me, it's just certain chords, guitar stuff, and vocals. Very cool. Yeah. <gasps> Where can we listen to it? Is it out uh, yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Far um, from it. Yeah, we're just we're still kind of gearing up. We're just, uh, since it's sort of like a thing on the side for both of us right now. Yeah. So we're trying to kind of uh, assemble all the tools that we need to have a proper release. Sure. Yeah. That's good and yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, how great. Yeah. Are you going to say something? No. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> She's holding it in. She's like, please talk. <laughs> I just said something. <laughs> you, ever, you ever do that? Like, you know that you want to say something, but you don't have like an opening. And you're like, this joke is good right now, but if you keep talking, it's not going to be good. So yeah. you're like... <laughs> that's how it is when you're with new people. Like when you're the only one that's new and then the yeah. group knows each other and you, your timing is like, that was the... It's okay. I know. <laughs> or the worst, when you know you have a good joke and you say it, but no one hears it. So you say it again and no one hears it and you say it one more time. They're like, we heard you. Ouch. <laughs> that... That hasn't happened to you, please. It probably has. Those would be the meanest people. Like, <laughs> we heard it the first time. That's why we didn't. <laughs> and all of them said that we heard it the first time, like in unison, just together. Get a different group of friends immediately. <laughs> oh my that's gosh, so sad. that's that's the worst. Would you rather have that happen or have someone else say it after you did louder <gasps> and they get all the that credit? happens all the time? Oh, all the time. I say a joke, no one laughs. Someone says it more. Yeah, more volume and gets all the laughs and then doesn't go, she just said that. Because that's fine. 
If you give someone credit. Yeah, it's funny when they give you credit too, because that's a joke too, to be like, I just stole it from her. Like, right. Yeah, but when they don't say anything, that's that's almost like scary to like serial killer degree. <laughs> it's just rude also. <laughs> Ready to help another person? Let's do it. Okay. I've been with my boyfriend for almost three years and I'm very happy and content in my relationship. There are times, however, when I wish my boyfriend was more romantic. Aside from quality time, random small gifts make me feel really special. I wish he brought me flowers for my graduation or Valentine's Day, or for our previous anniversary, <laughs> or Whoa. for anything. Sometimes I say it straightforward and tell him how good it makes me feel when he buys me chocolates or flowers, but I feel like I shouldn't have to tell him, or at least it doesn't feel genuine if I'm literally asking him to do this. I feel like I shouldn't even tell him because I just feel like I'm being materialistic. Am I wrong for thinking this way? How should I better communicate with my SO? From Tiffany and No. <gasps> One time, I had a boyfriend who didn't buy me much, <laughs> which is fine, but he bought his ex-girlfriend a Tiffany necklace. Yikes. And I was like, huh, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> that's always weird when you can compare. Like, yeah. That's rough to mm-hmm. have the knowledge of like, hey, uh, yeah, you bought your ex a Tiffany thing and you got me cargo shorts. Thanks. <laughs> like it really sucks to have that reference. Yeah. So... I feel okay. So let's start from the top. Yeah. Three years is a is a decent amount of time uh-huh. to like not not have this so stuff. I, I'm guessing it it wasn't like it was huge in the beginning and then tapered down to no no gifts. Yeah, it feels like consistently he, no gifts. Yeah, it feels like it, it never dwindled. <laughs> it was always nothing. Huh. Which is like we talk about love languages so much on this podcast. Right, but, right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like even if it's not, even if your love language isn't gift giving. You, I mean, those are obvious things. It's obvious almost like things, written yeah. on the wall. Like graduation, right. you buy flowers, your yeah. birthday. It's like Valentine's Day, the one day that you do buy that type of stuff. <laughs> you right. don't even do that? That's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. Okay. The weirdest thing is what she's saying, how, like, do I say that I want these things? Because it's going to make it, you know, artificial. Yeah. I, that's that's true. I feel like it's, it's weird when... Uh, and you have to tell somebody, hey, I want these things on these days. <laughs> it's not going to feel right. It won't because even when you get them, it's not going to feel like yeah. they wanted to do it. Right. It's and you like, might oh, as well I told you that. bought it yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I was going to say like lead by example mm-hmm. and maybe give him gifts like that on specific days. But if this dude isn't receptive, maybe he won't catch the hint and you, you'll be out extra flowers and you won't have any. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like a part of the reason is, I mean, a, a big a big part is just to figure out why. Like, why wouldn't? Yeah. Because if there's a why answer, that'll probably like change a lot of the game. If he, if like, let's say he just has no money, like that's right. a big reason, right? Sure. There. Or if he's like just expresses it in a totally different way, but he's still fulfilling it on that side, then you know, right? That's just his definition of you know what, what gifts are. I feel like. He, I feel like she would have told us if that was the case. Yeah. Because apparently they're spending quality time together. But that's, not that that's it, but like she would have said like <laughs> he got me this on this day. Yeah. But there's been nothing for three years. Damn. I'm not saying that it matters, like material things at all. Mm. But it, it little little tidbits of feeling like you're worth it yeah, is right. necessary. And you just, the, the number one thing is like, 
even though, because I hate when guys say this, but when Valentine's Day comes around, you always get certain guys that go, I'm not going to give in to that corporate commercialized bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're always going to hear that. But, and it's, yeah, okay, fine. Valentine's Day is the thing created for uh, market research to get people to buy shit. Cool, whatever. Right. Bottom line is you don't want your girl to feel left out in right. any situation, whether it's graduation and everyone's got flowers and she doesn't, whether it's oh. Valentine's Day and people are going on dates and she's not. That's the point is that you don't want your girl to feel like everybody's getting something that she's not. Mm-hmm. So at least be at the standard. Like you don't have to right. outdo everybody, but like play the game with her at least. Like that's... That's the thing that sucks is I can see what she's saying because like all the things that she mentioned are places where she can see somebody else getting that. Right. It's not like, you know, a random ass day that, you know, some <laughs> some random person got something. It's like these are times where she's surrounded <laughs> yeah. by, by that practice. A hundred percent. I think, yeah, it's it feels like it's not even like a specific day of a thing. Like even if you did have that mindset, graduation and anniversaries are not like a capitalist holiday. That's <laughs> yeah, your anniversary. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? If it is a money thing, for others that are listening, if the, if this isn't a money thing, what would you suggest to get? Like, what are gifts or things that you can do that don't cost any money oh, that man. would make a girl feel great? There's, that's to me. I feel like you're in the best position if your girl knows you don't have money mm-hmm. because the amount of creativity and effort you put into a gift is priceless like at that point and then you're going to be you're going to be uh defeating any other guy out there that's got money and just purely buying something like yeah the effort really is what it is that's all it comes down to if yeah. some guy shows me that he cared mm-hmm. about anything about me <laughs> we're getting married <laughs> <laughs> that's just that simple Meet me at the altar. I've been waiting. <laughs> I haven't left this pew in years. <laughs> you made me a rose out of paper. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> it's just that easy. Yeah, it's it's like I think that's when you really have to put to the test the things that you know about your girl mm-hmm. at that point. Which is weird because I wonder how does he respond when she ex- or if she expresses a kind of sadness or feeling of left being left out when these things happen and she's not getting something. I wonder what he thinks. Like, does he go, is he just super dense and not understanding that she doesn't feel good? Maybe she doesn't tell him. Maybe she doesn't vocalize it because she says that she's very happy and content in the relationship itself. Oh, okay. So maybe it's like the times where she's surrounded by all these other people that have stuff and she doesn't want to maybe make him feel bad and yeah, never, could be. never says anything about it. But... I mean, definitely say something. I've I've seen <laughs> that happen a lot with dudes where their girl is just such a such a nice girl that they never like say what's lacking. Yeah. But then it's really obvious, and she tells her friends, but she just doesn't tell him. And then he goes, "Well, no, you know, she's cool. She's got everything she wants. You know, right? <laughs> just a jock guy character." Yeah, I was gonna say we should actually make a word for this of like. The right advice and our advice. Oh, right. We should, because there's, we always do this, but I feel like what I would do if it, if I didn't want to talk to him about it, which I think is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. just have an honest conversation and decide what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. I mean, I guess I would still do that. But another thing you could do if you don't want to do that is have a mutual friend ask him some questions. Yeah, have a spy. Like, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> You, I, I saw you didn't get Alexis any yeah. flowers, and she was like kind of sad about it. And she told me not to tell you, but like I just I want I really want to just know what's up. 
Yeah, that's really effective, honestly. Because then you, you'd be like, hey, man, are things cool with uh, your girl? Like, how come... <gasps> Yeah. Are you guys fighting? How come you didn't get her flowers for graduation? Like, yeah, because he's may- he might be oblivious too. It could be. I mean, guys are like that sometimes. I'm I've been like that in the past. So I know. Like, I just didn't think of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <sighs> I have no better explanation than pure density. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your your tip for better communicating with her um... significant other about? about this whole materialistic thing which is not materialistic i really like that where you kind of if if she doesn't have that resource where there's a person that can kind of skirt around and plant a seed in his head then talking about it is good as well just don't be specific about like which day and what item yeah if you just i think if she just generally expresses you know more of just how she felt on a on a you know a a certain time or, or over a general like I don't, I don't know. Just be as general as possible. Because the more specific you are, then you're going to feel like you gave yourself the gift. Yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. Don't be like, I didn't get chocolates on this day. Because when you do, it'll be like self-chocolate. <laughs> Which is me in every grocery yeah. store. <laughs> Self, yeah. Self-chocolate. There's... Where's your self-chocolate section? <laughs> uh, you're in it. <laughs> There's a, an episode of Nathan for you. Have you seen this show? Uh-uh. Oh my God, you would Nathan love it. Nathan for you. There's a comedian named Nathan Fielder. It's on Comedy Central. He went to business school and he now takes like small businesses and flips them a little bit with like a really weird, uh, I guess a weird angle of going at it. Okay. And um, he like, oh, have you heard, have you heard, I'm getting so excited. <laughs> have you heard of dumb Starbucks before? Yes. So absolutely. he's that guy. No way. So, yeah. So he made, and there's this place, if you live in LA, the place that dumb Starbucks was uh-huh. got remade into an Italian restaurant. It's called La Pergoletta. It's in Los Feliz near Silver Lake. Huh. It's, first of all, it's an incredible Italian restaurant. But so he takes dumb he took this the idea of starbucks and then added the word dumb in front of it right. it looked exactly like a starbucks and they made bank and he just does things a little bit differently to get more customers or right. to like make these businesses thrive a little bit more but he he cool. he did one episode where he put billboards all over town and i forget the name he put he picked like the most generic name say it was like jessica or something and he was like uh, plain billboard it said jessica call me I have answers. And it was like a, a, a number for the psychic. Like, so all of these girls thought that that billboard was for her <laughs> and end up going to the psychic. That's so smart. Just to get, yeah, because it's like, no one's just going to be like, I have answers for you generally, but just one name. Yeah. There's a million Jessica. That's really cool. Yeah. So and then I mean, people probably just want to find out what the hell is that about? Right. Yeah. So I feel like. You could also go that route and start dropping hints for your your guy's yeah. name. If his, his name is like Alex. Alex and Alexis are dating. That's funny. That's how that guy advertised everything. <laughs> Jessica, yeah. I have Italian food for you. <laughs> you should definitely watch. I feel Nathan like you would you. love it. Okay. One of my favorite I shows like is probably, stuff. yeah, I would say one of my favorite shows. <laughs> like the Office, Friends, and Nathan for You. Wow, it's on that pedestal. <laughs> it's really that's good. pretty high. It's it's so Office smart. And Friends. He's so dry and smart and funny. I think you would like it. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's my I'll tip for this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Forget chocolates and flowers. Check out Nathan for You. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a DVD of that. <laughs> Call it a day. Do you have time for one more? Yeah, of course. Okay, dear Megan and Ryan. 
So, I'm a 23-year-old woman, and recently I've moved to Tokyo, where not only the language and the culture is completely different, the people, too, are poles apart. So, after a year being very lonely, I turned to Tinder, where I found a guy who makes me so happy when I'm with him. Oh, He is the absolute craziest, most loving, fun, right-up-my-alley type of guy. The problem? He completely changes as a person when he isn't around me. Won't see me more than twice a month. Won't call or text. Will never be the first to fix a date, and when questioned about it, he shuns it by saying that he is busy or not much of a texter. Now, I know that he's in it for something casual, but I can't keep from wanting more. Even, even if I do curb my <laughs> Even if I do curb my temptations, I know that fooling myself into playing cool will just end up hurting me later on. However, I am very scared of being lonely again. From Lost in Lust. E. One quick tidbit from me. <laughs> One time, do you remember Post Secret? Yes, I love that. I I I, remember, I bought the book. And really? Everything. Yeah. From Urban Outfitters. Was it an uh -huh. Urban Outfitters? Yes, it was. Post Secret, if you don't know, is a, a, it was like a, a website, like a Tumblr type of website mm -hmm. where people wrote in what they felt, but it was on like little pieces of napkin or a photograph. It was very It's much. Very artistic. Yeah, it was so, yeah, this one is written on a coffee cup. What does it say? I give decaf to customers who are rude to me. <laughs> yeah, so like some of them are really funny yeah. and some of them are really sad and like super tragic. deep. Yeah. And it's it was like a secret anonymous thing that you can send how you feel, but it always was really visually appealing. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. And I guess I was in high school when mm -hmm. this is popular to me. I think it's probably a, a still a website, probably postsecret.com or something like that, uh, which I love. I remember, I, I, the reason I tell this is because she ends with, I'm, I'm very scared of being lonely again. I made this, it was an art class in, I think, maybe like ninth or 10th grade. And she, my teacher was like, make a, an art, I, I think it was like free reign, like make an art project. And I was like, <laughs> just lazy ass teacher, <laughs> make art. I decided to do this like little post secret tin box oh. where like it had and for some reason I dated a lot of guys with the name A like started with the name A or oh, the, the, the name A. was A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, their names started with the letter A and on this like it was like an Altoid box and I painted all of it and then I embossed like the letter A on the in the wow. front and then it, you open it up and I I suspended little clay heart like I made a little clay heart and I cut it in half and like put it in the kiln painted it and then put string to, to attach it to the top oh and my then god so that's it's like really two cute. little like <laughs> one heart broken two strings holding up the two things uh -huh. and on the other side like I, i cut out little um like magazine letter not magazines from books yeah but yeah, words yeah. from books so it was like kind of like cohesive. a ransom note <laughs> yeah except for not ugly Like, it wasn't like, yeah. give us the money with, like, letters from <laughs> magazines. It was, like, from, like, a Shakespeare book. And they were all, like, Times oh. New Roman on, like, vintage paper. Um, and it said, oh, what was it? I wish I still had it, but it makes me so sad when I looked at it because it was so real. And it said, um, I keep my exes close. I fear being alone. And, like, I could never not be with I wouldn't be with these boys anymore. We'd break up, but yeah. I would still like kind of have them on a string, which is why mm. I had like the hearts on the string because I just, I was like, if I don't have you at all, I have nothing. Mm -hmm. And that was me in high school. <laughs> nice to meet you. That's high school, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm so tormented. <laughs> yeah, listening to Dashboard Confessional and making post-secret art projects. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so I get this is all I'm saying. Yeah. I get her not wanting to be 
alone. And it is a culture shock. She's in Tokyo. She doesn't know anyone. Yeah. She probably can't speak to most. Well, I guess I think in Japan they speak a lot of English, right? Yeah. I. I yeah, it seems like. But I've also never been to, have you, <laughs> just going to keep doing tangents. <laughs> have you ever been to, uh, have you, or have you ever seen Johnny English? No, <gasps> I didn't. Well, you've probably seen, there's like a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. Have you ever been to one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do they have some in LA? Sure, yeah. They have them in little Tokyo. Have you been? Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> but doesn't it get expensive because you just keep picking up plates and then it racks up? Uh, yeah. Or there's some that are all you can eat as well that you can kind of just try no. different ones. On yeah. the conveyor belt, there's all you can I eat? I think so, yeah. I have to go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find that for you. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going there right after this. <laughs> but yeah, I've always wanted to try that. I, that just reminds me of Tokyo. Anyway, back to the help we're supposed to give. It's you know what really saddens me. Hmm. T- like if I'm being my you know my most honest guy perspective, he is running all of the symptoms of a guy that's playing the field. Yeah. And it's sad to like admit that, but like not seeing her very often, saying texting isn't his thing. Yeah. Like having all these weird answers for you know to to kind of get his own space Mm -hmm. that's not really the signs of a guy that's monogamous right or very interested at all like maybe he yeah maybe he just i mean as as sucky as it is is to hear like people will make time for what they want sure absolutely that's the number one rule so like yeah. yeah one time a guy I asked a guy like for a drink or something and he didn't text me like the whole day. And I was like, okay, cool. And then the next day he was like, sorry, I'm bad at texting. And I was like, no, you're not. I've seen you before. You always have your phone on you. You don't want to get a drink with me. Just be honest. Bad at texting is an interesting thing. Like nobody's really that bad at texting. No one's bad at texting. And I, I can say this because I've said this to other people too. Some days I'll be bad at texting. Yeah. I'm not bad at texting. I just either forgot or like. Yeah, but usually if someone has to tell you they're bad at texting, that's not a good sign. Because if you didn't text, you have a reason why. Like, I'm sorry, I was in the studio. Right. I'm sorry, I was on a roller coaster. Like, nobody goes, (laughs) I'm just bad at texting. I'm sorry, I was having fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're doing something. If you're bad at texting, that means you're looking at your phone going off and you're just not doing anything about it. Right. That's pretty bad. Yeah, true. Don't say you're bad at texting. Yeah. That's a that's a level one. Like, don't do that. <laughs> but you know what's sad is that, or also kind of interesting, is this guy in the situation might be doing almost the same thing she is, where he doesn't want to completely let go because mm. he also doesn't want to be fully alone. Right. But, you know, it's nice to kind of have someone when you feel like having someone. Right. <gasps> what if they're just doing it to each other, you know? <sighs> See, this would, if they just talked about it, it would help. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't really want you, but let's watch a movie. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Not being on the same page with someone is tragic. Though. It's tragic. Like yeah. if someone really wants something and you don't, what's how do you do, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do it? How do you do that? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. I don't I don't usually I just wait until it just fizzles out, which is terrible. Like it fizzles out for you personally where you <laughs> yeah. you're no longer interested? Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Is there, has there been a time where it didn't quite fizzle out the Um, way you wanted it to? No. Usually, (laughs) no, it's always worked. It dies very well. (laughs) It either, because it either fizzles out to to a point where we need to have a conversation about it, Uh or it fizzles out until they don't care either. So either Hmm. way, 
it's either bringing up the part that needs to be discussed mm-hmm. or it just like falls by the wayside. So someone always kills it. Yeah. <laughs> it's either a mutual kill or an assassination, I guess. <laughs> that's good. That's a good way of looking a at it. A love assassinator. That's maybe that's that's kind of sad for her situation because it's it's the conditions sound terrible. Yeah. Two, well, twice a month. Yeah. What about what if she maybe realizes that this guy has no capacity for actual love in her life? Mm. That she goes, okay, twice a month is the max. Cool. Let me start dating around other other people and then yeah. kind of just doing it more casually because she knows that he's trying to be casual, but maybe she's putting all of her eggs in one basket. Right. That's, maybe... That'd probably be the biggest advice that I would have to give to her is don't fall into the trap that a lot of people do where they start to think this is the best they deserve. Like, if you don't like these conditions, yeah, you can find something so much better than that. Like, right. I, don't even, I don't even know who she is, but definitely you can find something better than that. Yeah. Because also, she he won't take the reins of, like, making a date. Yeah, that's the part that's hurtful because then you spend all day just feeling despair like yeah <laughs> there's no kind of like increase or gradual like growth of a relationship there's nothing it's just stagnant and if anything it, it falls apart a little more every day yeah that i mean this this to me reading it doesn't seem like it's the end all be all so either yeah take some of the eggs out and put them in different baskets yeah or just or just move on, which is way easier to say than to do, especially if you're alone in a new country. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like that might the hard bit. Be playing into it too. Ah. Uh, what'd you do? If I was her, mm-hmm. I I would do exactly that. I would just I wouldn't commit to somebody that had that type of an arrangement. Yeah. I just wouldn't commit and be like, "What's the point? That's not when you commit." You, yeah. I mean. She could be having that arrangement with several different people and then, you know, like commit to the one that really is down for it. There's mm-hmm. nothing shameful about that. Like, I don't, if anybody out there is going to make her feel bad for dating around, like they're wrong. Like, dude, you're in a new place. Like, that's the last time you want to like, that, that's the worst time to put everything in one like person. You're, you don't even know every, every place that's out there. You don't know everybody there at all. Like, yeah. Don't choose so quickly. And especially when you already know it's this bad. Yeah, I would say choose elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> choose elsewhere. Choose elsewhere. Because obviously we've all had people that don't like want to be with us. <laughs> but have you ever had a guy? That... Yes, the answer? <laughs> Can you I imagine? certainly have had that. Funny you should ask. Just found out this weekend. Oh my gosh. But like a guy that is kind of, that is into you when he's around you and then when he's not, couldn't give a shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's the the same guy from the who I who I baked too much for. <laughs> he he will like hit me up when he knows he's gonna see me. Like if we're both gonna like be at the same party or something, he'll hit me up like a couple days before and be like, "Hey, how you been? Like, what's up? Like, what are you doing after the party?" Da 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 da. Uh... And then you know the day after the party, I never I don't hear from him for two months that's i hate that yeah because it's it's messing with you yeah and it's for no reason and i i have a feeling that this guy uh that lost and lust is talking about does the same thing like i bet he's so fun to be around and she really likes and she would just like like to have him in her life but he's not gonna give her that option and he like i think part of it is like such a validation thing for in my case and in her case like these guys that are like yeah, I just want to know that, like, you like me and you want to hang out with me and you want to see me. 
And I bet he's, like, made plans with her and just bailed a couple times, too. Yeah. And that sucks because, like, you don't deserve that. I don't know you, but you seem chill enough. You listen to the podcast, so I like <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so thanks. Yeah, I, I feel like if that's the case, too, compartmentalize him into what he should be. Don't give him your effort or your time. Yeah. He's not giving you any of it either. It's, it's like playing tennis with one person. You can play with a wall. <laughs> You're playing with yourself. Yeah. This is a bad analogy. It's clear to me. <laughs> Solo tennis. <laughs> it's really, because that's also just racquetball, right? <laughs> Wait, what's the one that you just like, it's wall think, ball. But you still play with a, another person, racquetball, right? I don't know sports. Yeah, you could. But the thing is, this is going to sound real harsh, but like, this guy isn't writing into any podcast about you. Like, <gasps> he's not. Oh my God, my heart broke again, just like yeah. my little art project. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. go, I think go out with more people and maybe someone else will sweep you off your feet in a better way than him and he'll stick around and want to be there. Mm -hmm. He'll sweep you off your feet and he'll catch you versus just pushing you over. Wait, there's a, there's one saying, I'm going to leave you on this saying, which I know I'm not going to know. <laughs> you ever start talking and you're like, where am I going with this? <laughs> Every time I open my mouth. It's like, it's like in Home Improvement when Tim Allen tries to explain the <laughs> proverb he got from Wilson. Or the... That's how I feel. Exactly <laughs> like this. Okay, here, I'll do my best and maybe you can find the right thing. Don't make someone fall for you if you're not ready to catch them. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> I Don't did it. Don't make somebody fall for you if you're not prepared to catch them. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Word for word. That's <laughs> a good, that is good advice though. Cause a lot of guys, I mean, I think a lot of guys do that just because I was one of those guys. <laughs> like I would do it a lot in the past just to, uh, by reflex. I don't know what it is. Like when you're a guy, like you, you kind of practice that. Right. And it sucks cause there's victims involved in that and that's no way to live. But you kind of, it, it sort of, um, feels good for your ego just right. to have as many people falling for you as possible Ugh. without without giving in to one single person right and she might be catching him at that phase who knows like she might be just he might be a good guy otherwise but maybe she's just getting him when he's still in that section of his life where he thinks he needs to like i don't know quantity over quality or something right <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean if someone's not making you the full meal why be a side dish yeah why be a mozzarella stick <laughs> when you can when you can have the sampler <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. That's what we should end on that. That's, my my quote is this very nice one that's not mine. And Ryan's Mine's just a TGI Fridays ad. Yeah. <laughs> More for your money. Yeah. Buffalo wings too. <laughs> All of them. We got the Southwest egg rolls. Yo, Southwest egg rolls. Southwest egg rolls. <laughs> so good. Ryan, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, the best place now is on Twitch. Right. Yeah, I started a Twitch. That's so cool because I saw you do Instagram lives and you were doing, you would take requests and you would just. Yeah, that's basically what I do on Twitch. It's uh, Twitch TV um, slash Ryanogram, I believe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and uh, I do these streams where I, I just play. Um, basically I have to do one live continuous mix and as people comment songs, I have to integrate it in That's so cool. and keep it all in the same blend. If and I, I, uh, do you have them recorded? It, yeah, it actually archives. So there's, if you want to see an old one, it's on there on my account. Okay. I'm going to put like 10 seconds of your latest one right now. Okay. If you do it, start at like four hours and 16 minutes. Four hours? 
that's... Yeah, because it's long. I do it for like... Well, I've only done two of them, but it's like five hours long. What do you... Wh- how... Did you do all the songs in the universe? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many random... Because people like they... Now that they're kind of getting the gist of how, how quickly it works, they're just saying any random song. <gasps> what if you don't know the song? Uh, if I don't know it and I really and everyone's like yeah learn it learn it then I just learn it live on the stream so then I'll have some I'll play it and I'll just listen to it and then do it right away like as fast as I can that's so it's mostly based on like reflex memory so if somebody says like oh do seals kiss from a rose then I literally have to do it in that second like once I see the comment I try to like go straight to that song it's not always perfect but I, I mean it will be (laughs) <laughs> well, once once you hear this What's perfection anyway <laughs> You'll hear right now Here's a clip <laughs> What do you have to say for yourself? Um, That's me <laughs> It's good training. That's what I'm trying to aim for is like the, the, the practice of somebody saying, play this, play this, play this, and then just having to do it and not just like, you, I can't stop and go, how does it go? Like, I just have to right. do it. That's incredible. I could never. And retain tempo. Kind of like a DJ. I want to start right. doing that. Like, you know, like where if a DJ is mixing stuff and someone requests it, they obviously don't stop the whole music. Right. You know? I wonder if there's a... Do you want to do that live at some point? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just want to... I want to just be the guy that does it because I don't know anybody that really does that. No one does. I'm sure there's people that will come out the woodwork and do it now. But wow. there's like... I want to just be that person that, you know... So that people go, oh, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. outrageous. It's, it's pretty wild. Fun. It's pretty fun because I, I just like the sometimes people request songs from old Super Nintendo games and then right <gasps> after I have to mix it into Titanic. You know, like right. it all has to blend. So that's a fun challenge to do. Ah, yeah. Okay. I know what I'm doing for five hours after this. <laughs> right after the con- not, conveyor belt sushi. Started at four hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> before that, it's just all social stupidity. But... I usually try to end with a straight hour of like uh, uninterrupted. Wow. Mix, yeah. That is wild. Okay. Twitch.tv slash Ryanagram. Yes. Amazing. Thank you. If you have a sticky situation or a burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars because while I still can play Guitar Hero on Expert, I'll never get over that loss. Bye. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.